0: Coach Unplugged is brought to you by great people over at TeachHoops.com. For coaches who want to get better from the fifth quarter studios in Madison, Wisconsin, you're listening to Coach Unplugged. Here is your host, Steve Collins. Hey, everybody. Happy Thursday and episode 340 of Coach Unplugged. Today is going to be part two of our one on one call with our Teach Hoops member. Before we before we get to that, I'd like to do a big shout out to Dr. Dish. The most versatile, easiest to use, easiest to break down, technology-based shooting machine on the market. Go over and check it out. Um, it's down in the show notes. You can go watch the videos, do much better than I do. I mentioned Coach Unplugged, and they'll give you $300 off your next purchase. What a great deal. Also, I'd ask that you go over and check out ttubes.com for coaches who want to get better. You know, We keep updating our site all the time. It is the Netflix for basketball coaches. Don't go spend 50 bucks on a video. Don't go spend $300 or a thousand bucks with meals and, and a hotel and a clinic and all that stuff. Well, you can have a clinic online. And on top of that, how many clinics do you go to? And then you can email the coach, myself, and say, hey, I have questions. I want a one on one call. I want to do office hours, all of those kind of things. Teachups.com will do that for you can't imagine a better place to go shopping. Maybe you're a new coach looking for a job. I've got some great things for you if you're, if you're thinking of that. So go over and check it out. 14-day um, free trial, like I said, while it lasts. All right, let's head off to part two of our Teach Hoops member one-on-one call, kind of pulling that curtain back so you can kind of see what we have in our Teach Hoops community. A lot of two-on-two, three-on-three breakdown stuff. Shooting, screening. You know, our big emphasis this year is going to be screening. Um, because we're horrible. Horrible. That's why I, so I
1: switched to the dribble drive. Yeah. My head, my head was getting bloody on the block wall that I was banging it against trying to get right. my kids to screen.
0: No, no, no. no. We're going to teach them how to move. We're going to yeah. start moving screens. Because no right. one calls it. So anybody that's listening, I don't know. <laughs> like, whatever.
1: Yeah. No. And that's, we do a lot of three on three, but you made me think that a lot of what, what we do three on three is offensive. Right. You know, right. We'll, you know we'll, start, we'll start a three on three out of like a ball screen, or we'll start three on three off a dribble handoff. Where it's not defensive oriented, it's more offensive oriented.
0: Yep. So. And then you have an assist. you have one assistant?
1: Uh, no, I think I have, what do I have? Three, three. Oh, and then you're
0: good then. So I would break it up. It's like you can do, and how many you keep on your roster? 15?
1: Well, see, I have C team through varsity.
0: Okay. We all together. Like we okay.
1: just have to because of gym space and stuff. Yep. So we have, so last year was actually really good. We had between the three levels, we had like 28 kids. Which was, which for me was good.
0: That's not bad. That's that. That's really good. Okay. My
1: first year we had forty five guys in the gym.
0: Yeah, that's too many. That was nothing. That's too many. Yeah, so you could break it down, where you could have six going here, one coach watching, six going here, one coach watching. I mean, yeah. you could definitely do that. And doesn't. And all you need is a basket. It's not like you need the full. So even if you're if you're sharing gym space, it makes it easier. Um, mm-hmm. And then I keep score on everything I do. Everything's a competition. I mean. When I, was I tried drawing. That
1: last year, I tried that last year and I had a whole idea where I was going to keep track of winners and like it was going to be like a, a pride thing on the board. Kids will not, I got a weird group of kids, they will not keep track of their scores. Like, you know, we're the, doing like the team stuff and all right, where are you guys at? When you get like the kid looked look around, like he doesn't know he's going to make up a number because he, he knows that he's not counting. I got kids that just won't keep track of scores. It's the weirdest thing.
0: And they're not, are they competitive?
1: Super competitive. Like, there have been times where we, we got to stop and talk about, you know, being a good teammate like these kids right. go at it. they're best friends. That's 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 part of the problem that I have. Such a, a young group, and they've been best friends because they played together over the years. You know, I got younger right. kids like they're best friends, but they just go at each other. But they don't keep track of sport. It's a weird. That is,
0: I, I'm I'm gonna that's a that's a first for me. I'm gonna have to think about that because yeah. teenage boys are just like I mean, crazy. I mean, they'll be competitive about walking to the bus kind of thing. You know.
1: I think they're just – they're like Labradors going for a ball. They just keep going. They keep going. They don't think about what they're doing. you know. They just keep going. Right, keep going, which oh, there's pluses
0: like, to that. But, yeah, that, just, but, but yeah. that goes back to what you were saying before. If they're Labradors and they're only going after the ball, that's where maybe down the stretch at the end of the games, they're not cerebral enough to be thinking. And that's no. the
1: biggest thing, and that was kind of like they, – they'll get up on teams, 20, 30 points, and all of a sudden we'll have this mental checkout for like five, six, okay. seven minutes. Yep. Like we've had stretches this summer where we've scored 30 points in two minutes and then not scored for 10
0: right and again that's youth I think I'm thinking back to the problem we were talking about before I think some film sessions would be really good where you go on YouTube and find some situations mm-hmm. and then say okay here's the situation we're Kentucky what are we gonna do and then I have and have them get a piece of paper out and write it down and then then watch the clip and then you can talk about it. I think you've got to get, especially after <laughs> I've never heard of teams not keeping score, not being competitive. Um, at, at, at the high school boys level, I have I've not. Um, uh, so that I think that might be a good thing to do. So that could be your off-season kind of thing is just find some clips. Um, and mm-hmm. then – or you could even send it to them, like if I don't know if you use what kind of way you communicate. If you snap with them, or remind, or Max One, or Team Snap, or whatever, but you could do it as kind of a weekly, like, "Hey, we're just here's Here it is, and then I want you to send me your response after you, you know, whatever. And then I'll here's the situation, and then I'll send you the clip tomorrow after I get your reaction, kind of thing. You just want them to start thinking about it, and that'll be fun for them, I think. And
1: that's something that we didn't we didn't talk about using actual. Uh, like Kentucky or whatever. We talked about using our game film from last year because we have so many new guys this year. Right. And they're not even watching themselves. Like, you know, hey, three quarters of guys are going to play this year didn't even really play a minute last year. So I think we can use last year's game film Yeah, and break that down because all these guys are gone now.
0: Right. So it's like you're using – yeah, and you'll know that better. Just sometimes you might want to ch- – and I have found when I've done this in the past – is you want to change it up? You want to put some stuff curry in there, yeah, <laughs> just because they're not as excited about watching old guys yeah. from their high school teams as they are the other ones. So They're more likely to watch it, is what I have found. Um, sure. But that will work. Something like that that might feed into some of the you know issues with your team. Yeah.
1: The next question to you is: How do you and how much shooting do you do in practice?
0: Um, not as much as I should recently yeah. this year. Yeah. I I have a notebook. I don't have my backpack here. So I started a notebook at the end of last season because I was frustrated with a couple things. And I've slowly filled it up with things that we need to change for next year. And we are going to shoot more. We have to shoot more because I don't think people shoot as well as they used to. Um, And we got ourselves in some situations like you where you went, like, we went spans where we couldn't score. (laughs) Mm -hmm. And it's part of it is like, it's like we get in the grinder in the season and it's like, you know, situations and shooting are the two things that tend and free throws are the th- three things that tend to get lost in practice for me. Um, right. So shooting is going to be, I'm going to, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to chunk, you know, usually in a two hour practice, I'm going to chunk 15 minutes, probably at least until January. Um, and the, and here's the issue I've noticed is my guys are shooting the ball really well right now. Cause they've been in the gym, they've been playing. I'd say 90% of them play a false sport. <laughs> so yeah. they lose that. You know, there's a mental part to shooting too. So what I'm going to try to do is in October slowly get start getting them back into the gym again and do morning shooting.
1: So two hour practice, you have 15 minutes devoted to it? I mean like solely to shooting?
0: Shooting. Shooting.
1: I, I go I I don't quite go 2 hours, I like go about an hour 45 or so and I do at least 20 minutes and I didn't think I was doing enough. No,
0: that's enough. That's enough. And they and the thing is they can do it the, the, the shooters will find ways to shoot yeah. <laughs> so it, um, uh, and, and I'm not counting I'm not calling pre-practice where we have situ, we have stuff on pre-practice so I'm not counting you know for the most part we have our we have two we have two doctor dishes going so we when they come in they're either on a doctor dish or they're doing works with my assistants yeah. so they don't just come in and start jacking around before practice so I'm not counting that in it. The kids that get on the machines probably get a hundred shots up before I even walk in the gym, um, so I'm not counting those. But shooters will get shots. Uh, so you probably know who your shooters are. Like my son's a shooter; he'll stay after practice. He'll come in in the morning. He'll find his own spots for that. Um, but yeah, fifteen 20 is plenty. Plenty. Now that goes that goes up that goes up again. January, February when my practices get shorter and I'm less Xing Owing and worrying about those kind of things, then my mm. shooting does go up. because um, okay. it doesn't take a lot for them to get shots up, you know, physically because yeah. we're getting drained.
1: Okay. Yeah, and I haven't had, I guess, really great shooters the last handful of years, so that could be part of it. Yeah. We have the team that we have a lot of really good shooters, but we still go through stretches where we just can't hit a shot. We had Le- we had league games last night and we we're and we were playing a team. And it's uh, it's a team from the the reservation that's close to us. So it's just an up and down brand of basketball. Right. You know, and we scored like 95 points in a running time. game. It was just nuts. But we were were shooting well. And this summer, like when we shoot well, I think we we can beat every team in our section when we shoot well. But when we don't shoot well, it's gonna struggle to beat these like 500 teams. You know, yeah, so you just, gotta come
0: up with some mentality of like offensive rebounds and things like that. You also gotta think about them as as you know as as bullets in the gun. And and if you know if if A ain't working, then put B in. If B ain't working, put C in. You know, you just gotta keep reloading the gun because if kids are off, they might be off just for the first half. You put them back in because shooters are gonna shoot. Um, right. <laughs> so you We're just gotta to try to find the combination that's working. And ride. And have
1: it. a couple of confidence shooters where if they make one, they're going to make ten. Right. But if they miss like their first couple, watch out for the rest. But then, of but games.
0: then, but then they can't play. Right. <laughs> they can't play.
1: The conversation I've had with these kids. You know, we have ten guys, and they said, if, if you're going to mentally check out, you can't play. Right. You know, if you if you are if not going to get back and turn and transition, then you just can't yeah. play.
0: And they and they need to come up. They need to come up with a cue to let it go, like the like the three clap thing I do with my son when he gets frustrated. I said. You can be mad till the third clap's over and then you gotta let it go. You gotta be a goldfish, man. You gotta have like a three second memory and then be done. Because <laughs> right. shooters shoot. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And that's and that's we've we pulled kids out because they'll miss one or two, then they won't shoot again. So.
0: And that's a great summer that's a great summer lesson to teach because it doesn't right. matter.
1: Right. You yeah. are you're out there to shoot right now. If if you know if we're doing everything right, like on our primary break and we get you in the corner and you don't shoot the ball. Right. It's like two guys that busted their ass to get you that ball in that spot. You need right. to shoot, right? Um, I got a big one for you here, and I don't know the answer to this. And maybe if anybody ever figures this out, maybe it'd be, you know, they'd be the best post in the world. Limiting turnovers. Oh my gosh, limiting turnovers. And and I know it's part of our inexperience. Yeah. It's, it's not even forced turnovers. It's just silly turnovers. And I don't. And I and I know it's young kids. It is.
0: It is, yeah. um, and how are they happening? Are they happening in pressure situations? Are they just ch- mentally checking out?
1: I mean, it's just poor decisions. Uh, like so, the other night we, we turned the ball over twice on imbalance, or we weren't even pressured. Like, it doesn't even make sense. You know, it's just okay. and, <laughs>
0: there, there. First of all, there's no, I, no I, easy I, fix to this. This no. is also this is this is a couple things because I've had teams like this too. You have you have whatever you emphasize, they're going to do, coach and, and no. turnovers are my pet peeve um well, me too. <laughs> yeah so i i, I point at, i and, and I'll stop practicing and go stop that's a six point turnaround and they'll look at me like what are you talking about and it's like it's three points we can make three points they can make that's can every time you turn the ball over it's a six mm-hmm. point turnaround so mm-hmm. you you have to take care of the ball I, and then I talk about I don't know really how are they losing it on the ball or is they passing it
1: Mostly passing. That's actually, not you know, it's, it's – it's, it's Well, they don't make the
0: pass. I they really have the five-second count. I'd really, I, that's what I tell my guys. When we play teams yeah. that are better, I say, I don't care. If you don't have an open lane and you can't make the pass, take the five count because yeah. we can get, and might, play, we, we can get that, back and play defense.
1: But it's, even, it's even in the half court. I would say an overwhelming majority of our turnovers do come on just bad passes. How do yeah, you work so, that out? I mean, yeah, I don't you got to show the them
0: – are you filming? Did you film the summer?
1: I didn't film the summer, no, which okay. I should have because we have unlimited on, on crossover. We have unlimited like practice and scrimmage stuff. I should have put that on there. But...
0: Yeah. So I think what you got to do is like start showing them. It, it goes back to the other part, too. I think, I think film is going to, with youth, I think film is going to be your godsend. <laughs> um, maybe film practice sometimes and just say hey what what were you thinking and then you got to ask like why questions to him why why did you make that pass what did you see don't answer it for them because you got to kind of try to get in their brains a little bit yeah. um and then you know did you see the guy's numbers did you see his hands why did you make the pass Blah 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 don't make the spectacular pass um,
1: that's what I think our guys do. They want to make these great passes when I tell it. my guys, two good passes is just as good as a great pass. You know, make yeah. a simple pass. Two simple passes also get us the bucket. You don't have to you know, throw that one between the dude's legs behind the back. Yeah. And oh,
0: I'll look. stop. And I I literally will stop right. I'll go, what no, stop. You're not playing at the United Center. <laughs> stop it. It's like, you know, don't be <laughs> You know, there's no difference and I'll literally grab a, because I'll be so mad. I'll grab a ball and say, hey, you know, we talk about, we use PGC stuff. So we talk about breaking a window. Mm-hmm. Yeah, have you heard that?
1: I've heard it. You know, yeah, so there's a,
0: window, there's a window here right above the head that's, that's impossible to, to deflect. And then there's okay. two windows here and two windows at the hip. So you should break one window and then pass in a different window when you're okay. getting pressured. Yeah. The window, ear, ear, basically over the shoulders. If if I'm defending, I can't get. I if you pass right here pa- by my ear, I can't physically get up there and deflect it. It's impossible. And above the head's the same. So you know, you close a hip window and then you go through a window. We talk about breaking windows all the time.
1: Okay. So you yeah, got to come. Right. You got to yeah. come
0: up with something like, hey, break a window and then pass in a different window. You know that. Otherwise, so it won't get deflected. And if you can't make that pass, then they're not open. Um, So I think you got to come up maybe with some terms, you know, seeing you got to see the numbers. We talk about that all the time. You don't see their numbers. Don't make the pass. What are you doing?
1: Um, We're getting getting to a point now, especially like my little point guard, like he knows when he makes a bad pass and he'll know when he lets go of it. He, you know, he'll audibly, ah, and the ball's still in the air. Like he knows it and it's getting there. Right, And he he comes to the bench, we talk about why that was a bad pass, and he knows.
0: Yes. So that's good. So by the time he's asleep. Hey, everybody, I hope you're enjoying the podcast as much as I can, or I can, I am. Um, If you'd like to help us out over at, please go and subscribe and like. Leave a five-star review. If you want to leave a two-star review, you can turn your phone off. Also, if you would like to make a commitment to your coaching, if you would like to become a better coach, and learn how to deal with that rate parent. Learn how to deal with that kid that won't go get the 50 ball. Learn how to deal with the teams that's throwing that combo defense at you. Um, go over and check out tchips.com. It's a way for you to get back, keep the lights on here at Coach Unplugged, and also expand your horizons as a basketball coach. So go over and check it out. Let us know what you think. All right, let's get back to the podcast. By the time he's a senior, you're going to be fine. Trust right. me. Yeah. I want
1: to win games now.
0: I know. <laughs> a I know. <laughs> so it's a, so, so, so it's, like, it's a teachable moment is the way I think yeah. of every one of those. And so early in the season, I would definitely spend a lot of film time on. I'd go through every shot. I'd go through every turnover. I'd rank mm-hmm. them all in front of their friends. It's like, and, and you know, I, I tell my guys, it's, I said, it's quiet in here, and I'm not picking on you, and everybody's going to have it. But let's rank that shot. What What do you think that shot was? We We're talk kinda... about
1: shot selection all the time. Yeah, all the time. That's. I'm glad that you do that too. That's some validation because that's we. Yes. I can like. I rank my kid every game. Our kids get a ranking, and so it's a number of different things. Like, you know, they get a plus two for an offensive rebound. Every shot that they take, they got they got an average ranking for that. Right. Um, what else? There's there's different things that go into it, and they get yeah. a score at the end. Yeah. And, that's become a huge thing. Like I, don't I,
0: get, I don't get I do not get offensive rebounding, too. Like, I, I, I just don't – it's like I've never told a kid not to shoot the ball after you get an offensive rebound. I stop him. I say, I will yell at you if you take a three or a five shot that's horrible for you. You know, mm-hmm. if you're a 12-footer shooter and you shoot an 18-footer, I'm going to yell at you and tell you not to do that. But if you get an offensive rebound, rebound, I'm, ne- I'm never going to yell at you.
1: That's the biggest part of our individual offense ranking is offense rebounds. Right. Right. How many times does the other team get an offense rebound? I'll turn to my guys on the bench. Guarantee they hit a three here. Guarantee they hit a three here.
0: Yeah.
1: And then that happens. And we're starting to get a little bit, you know, how many times will you tell a kid, like, you know, so shot from the opposite wing and you got a guard like right in front of you, like in the summer league games where they can hear you. Right. Go get a rebound. And the kid squeaks in there and, and gets a rebound. But then the next time they won't do it. You know, let's go reward yourself and go put it up too. If you get if you get an offense three around, around the basket, very rarely am I gonna tell you that it's the bad shot. Put it back up, you know, reward yourself. Right. Um, right. I got one more one more question for you. Okay. So we have we have a post player who I think is gonna be one of the better ones in the area. Big strong football kid. You know, he's gonna be a you know a D two type football kid. Uh, really good player, but we struggle getting the ball to him at times. A lot of these, a lot of my kids now coming up have played in kind of an open post-type system. They're just not any big ones. I mean, they're just a bunch of skilled guys. So they catch, and they don't look. So we struggle with, with post entries. And I know we work on it in practice. Uh, but I'm just curious if there's anything that you've done in the past that you like.
0: So every time, they catch, ball, every time they, they catch, they don't the ball, look at the they rim?
1: Look. They'll look there at the rim to see if they can get past their defender. <laughs> you know, but they won't see – <clears throat> they won't see the pulse player on the block.
0: Okay, so a couple things you probably have to do is you probably have to set up some sets for him to get touches. And
1: that was the second part of my question, if you have any good
0: ones. Yeah, I got some. I'll, I'll dig some out. It might be a week until I get back from vacation, but yeah, I got some sets, so I'll pull some of those out. So um, so I'd, I'd work on some sets. I'd work on some calls where we don't shoot until he touches the ball. <laughs> um, okay. So here's we're going to run purple, and, and the purple is – Let's say it's, I don't know, you don't have to say his name, but let's say John, John has to touch the ball before we shoot. Now, John doesn't necessarily have to shoot. He has touched the ball. So that will force them to kind of start looking for John in the post. Um, so, so I think sets is one way, second way. And then every time they catch it, you know, are they loaded? Every time they catch the ball, I yell at my guys all the time. Look, you have to look at the rim because if they look at the rim, they'll see the entire court. So they have to be loaded and look at the rim every time. You have to be a threat. If you're a threat to shoot, you're also a threat to pass <laughs> and a threat to dribble.
1: And part um, of it is with our dribble drive, you know, we we are really focused on them looking at their defender before the pass is getting to you. Understand where your defender's at. You know, is he yeah. is he high? Is he low?
0: That is, is one of the pro- That is one of the problems with dribble drive. That's why right. I like read and react a little bit better because there's not as yeah. much dribbling. Um, because th- with dribble drive, they're looking to do that. <laughs> uh, right. So then you might maybe want to set some ball screens with him. And some role, yeah. yeah. We got into
1: that a little bit last year, and it and it worked. is that we introduced. I mean, we really haven't ran a lot of ball screens, or they haven't. And so we we were working it in in February. Yeah. You know, in, in the playoffs. So so I think fun. that's three
0: solutions to it. I think the, I think the, the call for him, the sets mm-hmm. for him, and then working on screening and slipping for him because it's basically still letting those guys create off the dribble drive. <laughs> yeah. Because. Um, you know how the slip's going to be there, fifteen percent, twenty percent of the time, maybe. Can he right. shoot? Can oh. he? Can he pop and shoot? Can he screen and pop?
1: If you ask him, yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh,
1: I'm yeah, asking not, you though. <laughs> see, the, the, see the the best best and worst part is, is if he gets the ball around the basket against ninety percent of the teams that we play, he's going to score, or he's going to have a really good shot to score just because he's just that much better. The well, then that. you
0: got to get him the ball. You got to get him the ball.
1: <laughs>
0: right you gotta get him 10 15 touches where he can create i yeah, mean I, nice. I i'd be honest with the guys too when i've had like high school america it's like they have to touch we want to win like chris knight who's playing at dartmouth now who is all all state blah, blah 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 great kid i said there were times in the season i said if he doesn't touch the ball we don't win so get him the get him the damn ball right no, he fair, the dartfield
1: there were yeah. times of summer where they realized that all of a sudden now the wings come down to dig. Like, hey, now you got a wide open shot. I mean, everybody wins. Everybody wins. Everybody wins.
0: Like, wins. Everybody wins. Like it's kind of like they're only gonna. And that's and then again, film going back to film, you can show some of that. It's like you can find NBA. Like if the if he's good, you know, if they're getting the ball to LeBron in the paint, they're not gonna. They're gonna put three guys on him. That's why J.R. Reed gets open threes. Important
1: you know, to him too, because sometimes he'll just exist on a block where he'll be in front of a guy. But it's something simple is just all of a sudden we see you right. now.
0: See right.
1: You know he'll get there and he'll he'll work, but he won't have his hands up, so our guys won't see him. So I mean, it's a two ways. And then there. he's
0: got to get his hands up, and they got and, and he's got to turn so they can see. Again, like little tidbits to the kids are important because their yeah. teenage brain is not fully developed. Oh, <laughs> so you got keep it, you yeah. got to keep it really simple, like letters, numbers, numbers, got to see numbers, got to see hands, or you're not getting the ball. Um, or just
1: make one more pass down to the wing. The amount of the entry pass we've tried to make from the point, we're just, dude, one more, just, one more pass, just one more pass on the wing, and it's such a higher percentage pass in there. Right. And there's a turnover, and the, and the kid will come off. All right, let's talk about, I should have made the one more pass. Yes. Do it. You know? Right. It's frustrating. But, yeah, if you could dig up those sets, I, you I, know, I have some stuff that I've used in the past and that hasn't been great. Yep, uh, and my last question here—I gotta okay. get my son the t-ball here in a little bit. Don't uh, is uh, there
0: you go mow the lawn?
1: <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what your summer, but we've had so much rain and so much sun. I <clears> think <throat> like it's every other day.
0: Yeah, every no, it, it we did that was early. The last three, we've had some rain, but it's been like torrential stuff, so it hasn't yeah. stayed. So it, it was growing really fast until July fourth, and then it it has slowed. Um, God. Right. I don't
1: fertilize. I, I fertilize and I do all that stuff, which just makes it grow even more. Yeah, I don't fertilize. Um, I don't fertilize. My last question is, you know, so we run, you know, a, a dribble drive motion style offense. Okay. Uh, and but I want to have some set stuff in there, some set calls. Uh, we can't just purely play motion. You know, I, we need to have. I call them pacifier sets, where in like that ten minute stretch where we're not scoring, you know, we can right. run something that we that we know. How many, are you guys similar or do you have more set stuff?
0: Well, if you ask my assistant coaches, they think we have too many sets. Um, uh, I I do sets. I do defense by numbers and I do sets by colors. Um, Okay. And again, I, again, remember what we were talking about at the beginning. Your goal is to get to the state tournament, win sectionals, all that kind of stuff. So Mm -hmm. you you have to think about the farther you go along in the tournament trail, the less they're going to hear you. Right. So you need to I come up
1: podcast yesterday. <laughs> yeah.
0: So it's, it's, it's crazy. I mean, I love playing in this. I love playing in the games right before the state tournament, more than the state tournament. Sounds crazy because the state tournament's at the Cole Center, which is, you know, holds 18,000 and maybe there's 13,000 there. But when you get into like a gym and it's packed, oh, it's crazy. It resonates for your body. It's unbelievable. It's like, it's like my drug, to be honest with you. Um, but they won't hear you like i have to hold up a color or yeah. i have to be able to hold up a number for them to know what we're doing cuz they won't hear me um, so i think that's you got to think along the, so again why are we re-number, why are we calling red because and why am i holding it up every time we do it well cuz we're going to play in this game guys it goes back to that psychological part you know they'll 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 call red with their with their but they have to look over and get used to seeing you and the color, or your assistant holding it, or whatever it is.
1: Um, sure. I mean, how many do you have? Like, I'm just curious. Like, that, yeah, that's just, I, like, I, f- I, for I forgot time. what the question
0: was because I got off on a tirade. I think it was ten to twelve last year.
1: Okay. All right. Yeah. Because I had I had my first year had like five to six, and our kids were just that's too much. How can you expect us to memorize all these like, guys? It's not. It's not that much. You know, five to six real simple calls, like. It want to be a big time program. We got to at least have five or six things that we can do. Yes. So,
0: and I didn't I find, know. I find, ten, I find ten to twelve to be the magic because again, we're gonna have a couple post isos. We're gonna have a couple last end of game situation isos. We're gonna have a need a three iso. We're gonna have a get to the free throw line free throw line iso. You know, you so kind of right. have to don't just have them to have them. And and right. one of my assistant coaches is awesome. He's a former head coach, and he goes. I'll, I'll, we'll come up with a play. It will work well, and then I'll come up with another one. He goes, "Well, what does this one do that this one doesn't do?" Mm-hmm. So you always have to add, and he's very good at because I'll just my adult ADHD gets going, and I want like thirty seconds. He goes, "No, Steve, this does exactly what this one does. We just need to get better at executing this one." So you know, if you're trying to get a, a, a like a a pick and a roll and an iso for three, well, that this one already does that. So you you really have to think through. You know, what does the play do and what does it create for your team? And that's what um, I was going to
1: ask you, like, with these 10 to 12, like, how much action do you really have like, in that set? How many – because you, you look on Twitter and you see, like, these FIBA plays, like, where there's 17 different – Okay,
0: so first of all, that stuff's, like, the read and react stuff. Like, it, it's just it's, – no one does that. So – um, and the thing is, when you're getting pressured, you got to be able to enter the ball. So entering the ball is big, to be honest right. with you. um, it, it, my My normal ones have two or three actions, and then we're right into it. Um, yeah. Anything more than that, it tends to break down.
1: And is this something that you can call, like in the middle of a possession, or is it something that? Yep,
0: yep. So I'll I'll either call it I'll either call it on a dead ball, like a free throw, run red, run blue next time, um, or timeout, something like that. Y- if it's during the regular season, I can definitely call it. You know, I can as they're dribbling, my point guard dribbling it up, I can call it. Um, mm-hmm. But that's definitely harder, like I said, in, in bigger gyms and when it gets louder. Uh, dead ball, all that kind of stuff. I'll do it, um, and then I give. If you trust your point guard, sophomore, not sure, but if you trust your point guard, I let them do some calling. Um mm-hmm. you that's know.
1: where we want to get at. You even know, just have like some some entries, some starters, like you know, with one or two actions that we yep. can get into. Yep. Drive. Especially if
0: you're getting pressured or doubled or something, it's always good that's to have hard, those with pressure. young guards. Yeah, yeah.
1: You know, as soon as we get an advantage on one guy we're getting better where we can, we can make one or two kicks and all of a sudden we have like a double gap or something like that, where we can get to the basket. Right. But against good defensive teams this summer, we can't get that initial advantage. Right. We just, we just stop.
0: Yep. And then that will get them, it will get them moving initially. And that's a good thing. Yes.
1: Yeah. That's something that I need to remember. I
0: okay. can look for some of those too. I'll look for some of our, I'll send you some of our sets too. Okay. I'll write myself a note to do that. It'll probably be the middle of August by the time I get that to you. But,
1: and that's everything
0: on my list, Coach. Awesome, no problem.
1: Appreciate
0: it. Yep. Let me know when you we'll, 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 once we once I get all this stuff sent off to you, we'll we'll hook up again.
1: Yeah, yeah. Sometime maybe before the season starts.
0: Yep, yep, yep. And I and I've told people on last office hours what I'm going to try to do is try to do weekly ones on Sundays because that work tends to work best for me, and then try to like. I'm trying to figure out when everyone's season starts so we can ta- start talking preseason stuff. We can talk, start talking about tryouts. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, you know, if people want one-on-one calls, I can definitely do that. But the office God, hours are fun. Thanks you guys for having to do trials. Look,
1: uh, something I'll never have to do at my side of yeah. school. Yeah. I don't know if I could tell a boy, hey, you can't play basketball.
0: Yeah. It's, it's the worst day of the year. It's the worst oh day of my the year. God. Yeah. it's the worst day of the year cuz you got the, but i don't post it i don't post it i sit them i, I sit them right across from me and i look them straight in the eye and i say sorry and here's why it's we wild.
1: are so inclusive with our, i mean we got we got kids on our team that shouldn't be playing basketball you know right. they love it it's part of the team and and we can do that because we don't have the sheer amount of guys
0: right you know? right no i'll have i'll have more guys try out for my varsity than you have playing in your program
1: Right, ah. and that's, I mean yeah my yeah, uh, yeah. we have actually yeah well, there's a whole bunch of stories I could tell you about the, the type of characters that we collect like on our football so we we've, we've like I said I've been to three state championships and with our football team right and we have kids like on our roster that wouldn't play on like our seventh grade team right but we take them you know we just but, you know the, the, the,
0: you, you know what I love is that is what's great about high school athletics oh, and yeah. I love it. Because right. it's like it, – where else – I tell the boys, I say, you're never going to have a feeling like this the rest of your life. You're never going to have – you might have a team at work or you might have mm-hmm. – but you're never going to have this kind of feeling ever the rest of your life. It's the reason it's we coach, you know. We
1: know yeah. these kids. You know, there's so yeah. much equity in it because they've known each other since they're yeah. in
0: Kennedy. I know. All right, I'll let you get off the T-ball. See you, All Coach. Right. All right. <laughs> Bye. Hey everybody, I hope you enjoyed that. Please go over and check out teachhoops.com for coaches who want to get better. Join our community. Uh, let me help you through this journey. Let me help you through those parent problems. Let me help you through the kid that won't dive on the floor after a lose 50-50 ball. Um, it is, it's, like I, I've said before, it's my little baby and I'm here to help you through this journey. Also, if you really like this, go over and leave a five-star review. We would really appreciate that. Um, those do help uh, us get the word out to every, everybody that wants to, to learn a little bit more about this great game we call basketball. All right, have a great day. Sports Social Podcast Network.